0: Three, two, one. Seemed good to me. No. It wasn't in unison, but it was close enough.
1: I mean, I we, we, dun, dun, dun. we go through it every time and it's like, it doesn't matter yep. how it looks on, on the screen as we do it.
0: I, I can't, you know, vaccines. Good. That seems good. I, I enjoy, sometimes I think we should keep doing this even when we can do it in person every now and then if things are busy because we have the option, mm. but uh, this clapping nonsense, can go to hell, <laughs> but you know what?
2: The idea of having the three different parallel things and being able to cut s- out—it's more work, but it it works really. If well. If you yes. need it,
0: like if literally like something goes off aw- like haywire and you can just mute somebody, like that happens where we that happens in person.
2: I, I'm muting. Uh, I'm muting all of us all the time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah.
1: yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm cutting out so many. So many sniffles and. And that too, yeah. And, and, all and that, I that. Sorry. I just, I ha- oh, no, no I, was, I, I do it too. I
2: was really sniffly last time. So you probably, you had the yes, one yes, from last were. time. I don't know why. I, but I you know what? It came it out really
1: I, clean because I cut the heck out of everything. <laughs> so, I had I had to place that music underneath that you could barely hear because I made it very, very quiet. Too quiet. The
0: thing is, whenever we talk over each other, you're like, "Ah, oh, it's because of Zoom, Zoom, right?" That's hard. It's like, "No, man, we were always doing that. We're not patient people. Yeah, Let's no, be real."
1: No. <laughs> no. No, you shut up. <laughs> but it's wonderful. You know what? I their mean, energy. I mean, that uh, that sort of feeling there—that feels like an intro.
0: Oh, just some it, casual it conversation. Just some casual conversation. I like that actually because it's this is this is normal now. I feel like whenever we are in person around the round table again, we're gonna have to like build that as a special live episode. <laughs> Does
1: that mean cameras or
0: yeah no, well no, not that live. I mean we could if we were, if we if we trust the things that we say when we're actually around human beings like each other again, we're gonna get <laughs> weird as hell. We don't want to live stream that. <laughs> this may appear to be only monkey business. But in reality, it's very serious,
2: ladies. Zero issues coming podcast. Zero issues. Zero issues. Zero issues podcast. Zero
3: issues.
1: Zero issues. Excelsior! All right, so welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm Eric. I'm Bry. Boy, it's fun to have a conversation with a human being.
0: <laughs> it is. It's a nice fireside chat. Uh, mm. All three of us lounging, uh, Burt Reynolds style.
1: <laughs> I don't have a fireplace, so it's just sort of a cardboard box full of wood. It's a lovely and box. I have
2: a fireplace, and it's very sparky. So, not a good idea to go Burt Reynolds.
1: I got a.
0: I got sparky. A, I got a fake one in the other room, in the TV stand, and we have literally a fake Burt Reynolds. A fake Burt yeah. Reynolds, yeah. In, At real inside Penn the Ferguson. TV stand. Listen, it's definitely not the real Burt Reynolds stuffed inside a TV stand, I can tell you that. But uh, don't look into it. Don't look into
1: it. Don't look into it. <laughs> Did he die? Is he still around?
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I hope so.
1: God, I hope well, so. W- with that in mind, to the news.
3: <laughs> Current Zero News Flash. Oh, no, he died three years ago.
0: God damn it. Please, please cut that out. (laughs) That's horrible.
1: No. No, it's fine. It's fine because he's a a famous person and he died three years ago. It's fine. No,
0: no, 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 no. The Burt Reynolds fans are going to kill me. I thought he was alive.
2: Yeah, Yeah. all those Burt Reynolds fans that cross over with our fans.
0: Well, they're... I'm just saying octogenarians on Facebook, like Ben Shapiro is going to make a video about it to uh, take down this low level podcast and all like the 80 year olds on Twitter are going to be like, kill that boy. It's going to be great. You know what? We could use the advertising. That's true. It's yeah, yeah. a good point. Anyway, I apologize for not knowing that Burt Reynolds was dead.
1: You are forgiven. He's say eight Hail Marys and uh, you're fine. I'm happy to say, though, that Tom Selleck is alive and well, and he's also in the other room. Now, how is Henry Cavill's up- mustache? Is it back? Uh, I wish it never <laughs> well, left. Tom
0: Selleck has it. I wish it never left. Yeah, he felt he felt very he felt very threatened, and he uh, he got quite physical and removed it.
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, <So>. news
3: <laughs> filmed in Vermont. The other smaller Wisconsin. That's a
1: nasty corner. So, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, which, uh, its last two seasons were on Netflix, uh, and then Netflix canceled it or didn't renew it, you know, whatever. Uh, bastards. They, they had a Kickstarter, which ended on the 7th. Uh, it was completely funded for 12 new episodes of the show. Woo! Yay. Woo! And un- unlike the Netflix seasons, which they were all sort of released same day, like, you know, you've got, the whole, tw- the whole season twenty odd hours that, yeah. of movies or more to, to watch. Yeah. Uh they're they're going back to the, the weekly releases. Ooh, uh, I think it's okay. probably gonna be starting around September. I don't have the exact date. Yeah, uh, episode a week for a while. Uh, they've also uh, been able to fund this thing that they're doing called the Gizmoplex, which is it's basically gonna be like a streaming service for for MST stuff and for, you know, related projects. Uh and they're cool. gonna have like you know, live viewings of the, of the episodes as they come out and stuff like that. But yeah. Okay, it's really so that's cool.
2: where it's going to be.
1: It's it's going to be there, but it's. I think it's going to be on other stuff as well. It doesn't have like an official platform.
0: Okay, because like the last cool. was like Netflix or whatever, right? But now
1: it would not surprise me if it you would it would be sort of subscription based to this thing.
0: I, I I sort of enjoy this weird independent DIY kind of vibe, like kind of reasserting itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, there is another platform and I totally blanking on the name, um, and figure it out and insert it here, Mark
4: ShoutFactoryTV.com.
2: where you go there and they have a bunch of the old catalog, like the old original oh, stuff, yeah. about the new Netflix stuff. Um, and it's there, it has a bunch of like cult movies and, and yeah. all these other oh, stuff. They're going to be doing more of those MST too. Thing. Yay. But yeah, yeah. This, that site's pretty fun. You nice. can check it out. That's Awesome.
0: Well, that made me, That was that was very good news. That was very happy news. It made me Yay. happy inside. It really does. I I, I love, Tw- I, love episodes, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that show. Twelve episodes, twelve
1: new shorts coming soon. Yeah.
0: I love that show. Is like it's a cockroach that can never be killed. It's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um. So a piece of news I have, and if you got a little too excited over the last one, Mark, you might need to take a nap for about a minute or so. A little micro nap. So feel free to check out. And recharge your energy. There is a new Dragon Ball Super movie coming. Bye-bye. After uh, <gasps> Dragon, Dragon Ball Super Broly came out in 2018. And it's been kind of like Dragon Ball. Com- they have a manga coming out regularly. They have content coming yes. out. They have games. Yeah. They have like new new merchandise. They have stuff coming out all the time. Just the show ended, like, what? Four years ago, I think. Or three four yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, they've announced officially that the next Dragon Ball Super movie is coming in 2022. Um, it's been in development since before Broly was released in 2018, so they've been working on this for a while. I guess That's slowly. Yeah, you know, I feel like sometimes it's not a bad idea for them to slow down. Like, if they have a yes. show that runs yeah. for yeah. 130, epi- 31 episodes, maybe just just slow down and let some ideas build up and not be in a weird thing where you're remaking a movie you put out already or like trying desperately to catch up with material that you're be- that is behind the show like that's yes. impossible so just chill out some of the okay, so what's stuff the new movie sleep- about they haven't said but it exists uh Toriyama is heavily involved again and he has promised apparently or at least made a comment that an unexpected character plays a big role in this movie um it unexpected could be anybody who's not it could literally be anybody who's not Goku and Vegeta <laughs> at this point yeah, but true. uh I'm holding out for 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 the return of Launch it won't happen <laughs> But Android 17 came back, so that is also pretty cool.
1: Merk, Merc, hey, you can put your headphones back on now. <laughs> okay, I'm back.
0: All right,
2: okay. Oh, I got a live
3: one here. I'm Batman. I'm a Mario.
0: I'm Batman. I'm a Mario. So John Romita Jr. is back at Marvel after being at DC for many years. Uh, mm-hmm. But very recently, as of the date of recording, which was May 9th, because we do record ahead a bit, uh, Marvel put out a teaser with John Romita Jr. art of like, uh, Magneto in kind of a black costume looks somewhat similar to the, the look he had before. He's got his all white look going on right now. Yeah. That black look during like the part where like Cyclops is like a terrorist or whatever the hell. Um, well, first he had the white
1: one and then it went black. It's very confusing.
0: Very confusing. Very, yes, it went, it went back and forth. It's very interesting. Um, Though that Cyclops costume, great. Uh, well, they kept... We, it. What about the gray one
2: from uh, *Empire Strikes Back? Yeah! What about
0: anyway, getting to the actual point of this, so he trail tra- a teaser showing, like, a Magneto looking quite violent and villainous so, again with the tagline, Trial of Magneto, coming in August. So... Nothing else beyond that image has actually been revealed, but uh, they it, said it, it was
1: w- said that there was something that uh, that Magneto would divide mu- uh, yes. the mutant community.
0: It would uh, threaten to divide this trial that would threaten to divide mutant kind as they're all united right. on Krakoa. And but I do like the idea of like Amita Junior going back to like you know like if you're doing a follow up to that, try to treat it with the similar like the same artist coming back to kind of do it. That's nice. I like. I kind of like that yeah. idea. I don't know what it'll entail, because literally this is barely news. This was yeah. He, pic- m- he might saw- fight
1: a he might fight a train because there's train <laughs> tracks in the image.
0: Yeah, uh, John Romita Jr. loves messed up train tracks though. He he draws them whenever he possibly can.
1: Yeah, yeah. He loves is Thomas them, the too? Tank Engine book. Ruled. <laughs> Hardcore. It was so. It was like the trial
0: of Thomas. The trial
1: yeah. of Gordon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that was barely news. That's actually a segment we're now calling Bra Saw a Picture, and now he's gonna talk about it for six and a half minutes.
3: Welcome to the warm-up.
1: Uh welcome. Welcome to the warm-up. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome, Bri. Thank you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome to you. To the warm up, I feel welcome. It's here. Uh, I over the past week, I basically read all of uh, Immortal Hulk,
2: the Bible. Oh, sorry, oh, the yeah. Bible of Hulk,
1: the real good uh, news it, it's, Bible it's almost over there's like four or five yeah. more issues and then it's done i think 45 came out this week oh it's an interesting book
0: yeah
2: i really know nothing about it i just have heard so many accolades about it and then of course there's been the controversy yes out of it. yeah oh, is yeah. it is it being cut because of the controversies i or think was it planned i think it's be being this?
1: cut because it's it's a finite story and yeah. it seems like okay. they're it seems like they're getting somewhere the last couple issues have been a little bit meandering for for a run of 50 issues there's a couple that Better. less important than other ones yeah uh, I- but it's 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 pretty solid throughout I feel like Hulk operates best that should really
0: be what it is like you're never gonna have a consistent take necessarily. But, like, I feel like a finite story for Hulk is good. Like, here's my take on Hulk. And it's like, well, at this point, like, Hulk being, like, wildly inconsistent in any number of things uh, is just sort of a character. Just treat it like Doctor Who. we yeah. he regenerated yep. here. It's a new era. And yep. then it ends. And then something else happens.
1: So, with that in mind, I've created three new ideas for the Hulk to do yeah! after this
0: book. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you there.
1: No, 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 that's fine. Uh, Feel free to talk over me in this part as I give you the pitch, and you can uh, can give me some some feedback notes on it. Oh! I love it. So, number one, Hulk for mayor. (laughs) The Hulk runs for mayor, but who's he running against? That's right. Bruce. Bruce. Also, Joe (laughs) Fix-It. Oh, man. They've all got very different platforms. One like, you know, are you pro or anti-smashing?
0: Mm-hmm, uh,
1: mm-hmm. should casinos be legal in New York state? Uh, Things like that.
0: I feel like Does Joe Purple go with green. Joe fixit got a, a very heated response to that and uh, you know, he he's he becomes like the they're trying to cancel me candidate after that, I yeah. think. That's But he uh, he can only no. he
1: can only campaign at night, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Bruce has got to record, like, his responses to the things at different times of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just has
2: five minutes. He looks exhausted. He just pops up. Oh, so this is what he said.
0: Do we want an indoor turf facility? Um, Oh, so good. Oh, yes. I uh <laughs> I I love this. I love this. I really want to read this comic. It would be hilarious and fantastic. And I feel like you definitely should write it, Kyle. And uh, it's very I'm the
1: good. only person that could. The only person that
0: could. I just like even Rick Jones will be showing up, just being like, "This is what's happening
4: now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? I want you to know, I died horribly, and I came back as a weird monster. And I don't, Am I and alive now I, or not?
1: i now. I'm like. The deputy mayor. I'm basically yeah. Michael J. Fox from yeah, State exactly. City, but I'm Rick Jones. He's,
0: he just he keeps turning randomly. He's like he is. He is that yeah, Michael J. Fox, and he's like, and turns into that thing every now and then in the mayor's office. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, second second pitch. Hulk Academy. Uh, and this Ooh. is so
2: he trains other little hulks. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: Ro- Roxon has built all these like. Clean energy gamma stations throughout the world, and they're you know it's rocks on. So there's always more to it than we're doing this for the good of anyone but ourselves. Uh, and they sort of have byproducts, and a lot of the kids born in these areas happen to be hulks.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh The Hulk, who's in, who's running the school, he's drawn like Mister Weatherby.
0: Sure. Ah! I gotta say, at first I was just like, "Oh man, this is gonna be like some like weird rink-a-dink kind of school." But I'm like, "Well, it has like literally Bruce Banner and Abadeus Cho and Jennifer Walters as teachers, so actually this is yeah. pretty prestigious. That's a pretty solid.
1: But you know they've they've got to fight with uh, the other various schools like that. Braddock Academy there was for a while. <laughs> oh, you hate the X-Men them so are doing. much. You hate those those snooty preppy kids from Braddock,
2: yeah,
0: Worthington Point Academy. Mm. (laughs) Are they still crying Uh, about Prince Philip over there? Who cares?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, the the third pitch for the Hulk to do after Immortal Hulk (laughs) Spagulk. And all I have written here is, you wouldn't like him when he's hangry, and the Matter Hulk gets. The hungrier he gets. And the only thing that can satisfy him spaghetti. <laughs> so the Hulk's on a quest to get spaghetti. So uh it's I, and it's 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 a twelve issue maxi series. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Marvel Max. It's written by Garth Ennis. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Drawn by Sam Keith. Yeah. This is uh the first two are like, you know, the ones that you really had strong feelings about and you had an artistic vision and they rejected Oh them, yeah, and so you... this is
1: the one that I get picked up to do. And
0: it, and it gets made. Yep, that's the yep. one that gets made every yep. time.
1: Yeah, Every time. I what love if, them. What if, what if Spagulk for mayor? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what his campaign signs say. What if Spagulk for mayor? Oh. Wonderful. Magnificent. Magnificent.
0: Bring on the next entertainment! (laughs) Sorry, I went a little Braddock Braddock Academy there. Sorry about that.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Alright. And now, this.
3: Shouldn't have stayed out all night with Volstagg. So tired. And Hercules, such a heel. Where is my coffee? Whereeth are the beans? What, what the? It's gone. Loki!
4: Ha ha! Is something amiss, dear brother Thor?
3: Loki, where is my Rosencrantz coffee?
4: Hmm, gee, I don't know. Could it be in the belly of a giant wolf, Fenrir? Or could it be roasting to a crisp with Surtur, the fire lord of Muspelheim? Or oh, maybe being consumed by the giant rock troll Yulik? I lick? Yulik!
3: I don't lick trolls.
4: His name is Ulick! You've battled him hundreds of times! Never mind! The point is, I've triumphed. Your precious Rosencrantz coffee you love so is gone! You can't function without it! I win! I. W- <coughs> Who's that?
3: Hey, I've got your coffee subscription delivery. The
4: what? Who be you, short coffee-smelling man?
3: I'm Jamie, Roastmaster of the Rosencrantz Coffee Roasting Company, where we encourage you to love the coffee you drink and drink the coffee you love.
4: Roastmaster? Is that like a superhero?
3: Kind of. Ah! there you are, Rosemaster! Thor, here is your fully customized coffee subscription, as usual. And you've got your frequency discount, of course. Ah, yes. I doth love the beans you roasteth in Thunder Bay. They are legendary, even in Asgard! Who's this guy? Oh, this is my brother, Loki. He stole my coffee. Oh, a coffee fan, huh? Well, maybe you would like a Rosencrantz coffee subscription of your own.
4: Don't speak to me, little man of Midgard!
3: Just go to rnccoffee.ca to place an order. Stop it! Or find us on Facebook or Instagram, at rnccoffee. Is there Wi-Fi in Asgard?
4: Why do you keep talking?!
3: And since you're listening to this podcast, you can use the gift code ZEROISSUES, all one word, all lowercase, for 10% off your purchase.
4: Did you just break the fourth wall?
3: Maybe. Ah! Fair Roastmaster, your delivery is timely and full of mirth as always. Many thanks. Not a problem, Thor. Uh, Thor, could you do the old hammer, spin, spin, thunder crack and send me back to Thunder Bay? It would really cut down on my delivery time. But of course, Roastmaster! I hate him. You hate everyone. Perhaps the problem lieth with you.
4: Oh, I hate you. Shut up and have some coffee.
1: Shall we introduce the segment? Probably. Yes. So this week we're just that. oh fine. No, go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, I got, yep. it, I got. It. So this week we're we're pitching stuff with characters that you don't see every day. Uh, maybe some more obscure ones, but we've got some fun ideas for what to do with these guys. Sort of like last week's episode, but less centralized on a single character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We have we have fun with these.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do have. Hey, this is a fun show for fun people. To have fun. And if you're not fun, that's okay too.
0: Fun. No no one's fun all the time. We're we're just like you. Get parasocial with us, baby. <laughs> Don't.
1: Stop doing that. Hey idiot, I'm looking right at you. I saw that. You whispered to the farty cheese lady.
0: So the thing I'm pitching, and I I know that we're looking at like more obscure characters, but I'm sort of looking at not, not a character that's necessarily obscure, but might be an obscure choice. Superman! Yes, yes. A character that Garthies. might be... built. An obscure choice for the medium. And I'm starting off with a video game pitch. So it's not a show or movie okay. or a comic. But uh, the, the video game would be Plastic Man. Oh. So, like, you're playing... Okay. Uh, it's like a detective game, partially a stealth game. Very stealth-focused. And at times, kind of an action-adventure. And I I will say... I, we just started playing, uh, Resident We're big Resident Evil fans in this household and we're playing Resident Evil Village and we're like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like a third through it. And I'm just like, I always love those games just for the environments and just sort of the depth you feel in, in, in those places. And I sort of just yeah. started, I, so I'm thinking along the lines of whatever like most recently influenced me, uh, like for someone who just reacts to everything all the time. Hi, how are you doing there? Um, so I'm good. The thought the thought I had. So you have sort of like a detective thing where you're sort of like kind of trying to learn things from people, solving puzzles in a sense. It's not exactly like that Resident Evil thing, but you know it's kind of similar in a way. A lot of kind of physical puzzles, and like you have to like overhear things and learn things in order to progress the plot, and you had to have to be like kind of following it along using your own intuition, basically. Something yeah. Like that. Okay. So you are a plastic man, um, who you know, he has a a shady history with the mob. So that would sort of be the thing where he's on the other side of that and he's trying to, you know, he knows there's some bad people there and he's trying to get to the bottom of a, a plot and sort of put them away and sort of part of his redemption kind of angle, I guess. So it's very like a stealth-based, environmental kind of a game where you're sneaking around, bad stuff can happen. You got to kind of try to avoid things and avoid being detected wherever possible. And maybe his powers are a little out of whack for some reason, so he's a little more... You know, you could do a skill tree thing. I I think that's often just yeah annoying.
1: Like, what what? But for like what sort of inanimate object you can turn into if you're spotted yes. by someone? Yeah. Like, exactly. Oh, this is a more comp. I can't quite get uh, a full jackhammer with Plastic Man's face on it, but I could do a fire hydrant with Plastic Man's face on it.
0: Exactly. And maybe like you sort of adapt more. You learn more about your environment and adapt to it as time goes on, and you sort of unlock more powers. Mm-hmm. In that sense, so you sort of have that, and and that's part of it is like as well. You have to like morph into an object in the environment. You have to like woof, woof, when people are coming by a lot, and you have to pick the right thing, or else you'll be noticed. That kind of a thing going yeah. on, with with some fighting still, of course, because you're an elastic dude, and that would be fun as hell.
1: Uh, and a plastic
0: dude, a plastic dude, a plastic dude, a plastic elastic. His, his magical name is Mastic uh, dude. Comma
1: Plastic Dude.
0: <laughs> uh, and then. You know, and and much like a Resident Evil game, it often will start off very grounded and then sort of get more ridiculous and action based. And maybe the plot develops more into like super powered metahuman like nonsense robots. It gets more and more fantastical right. as it goes on as the more powers you unlock. So you could just end with like the biggest, most insane, you're an elastic person, beat them up fight scene. And uh as he as he resolves that whole uh, that whole plot. Cool. Cool. That would be a good game. Like a very, nope. very like high grade, like very good game play based on plastic man, so that will never happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But who knows, maybe, yep. maybe.
2: I I have two pitches, I'll only do one right now, but both of mine are act- are comic books. Um, we did have the option of doing like comic or movie or TV or video game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of mine are are comic based. Comics the, are everything first now, one, so you have your choice. <laughs> the first one is Maya comic. H- yes, Henry Peter Henry Peter Guyrich. Whoa! If you don't know who I'm talking about, he's like a long standing kind of background character. That's
1: just imagine like, an asshole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, not from Preacher, but you know, like, mm. um, the kind of, uh, like a bureaucratic government guy that always like comes in and, and demands this has to be done this way, or you guys are d- endangering people. You need mutant registration act, or he originally was kind of like the liaison with the Avengers. So he, um, like came in and, and, uh, demanded like, you have to change these character, these, uh, these people, these superheroes have to be out, and we have to get new ones in, and yeah. now you've got too many characters and stuff like that. He was always just a, a cog in the machine. Kind Mo- of Most
1: recently, I, I saw him when I was uh, catching up on those Hulk books earlier this week, and I got to see him have an argument with Puck. So, like, that's ah! worth the price of admission.
2: Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's part of Alpha Flight or is connected with Alpha Flight now. That does rule. Uh, and that's the weird thing is he is, like, right across the board. He's been in most, even at least mentioned in pretty much every comic yeah, series yeah. somewhere. Um, and I recently, and I'm going to bring it up again, like I do every episode. I've been reading back issues of like old series and stuff. Oh. And I'm reading Uncanny X-Men. Oh, I know. Surprise. Uh, and it, it weirdly came up. He popped up in there and it, he, it was Wolverine and a, and like Rogue and a few others that were talking to him. And, or no, he wasn't even there. He was just mentioned by Wolverine, that Wolverine knew him when he was a Canadian soldier or whatever. Oh, interesting. Superhero kind of thing. But he, Henry Gyrich, was his CIA liaison. And I don't know if that's ever been explored, but my idea sprung from that. I was like, oh, this guy's been everywhere and been connected with all these storylines throughout the Marvel Universe like, since, like, for him to be when he was, when Wolverine was part of the Canadian military is how long ago? Well, it's, it's fairly long ago. So he's been around for that whole time. Is to have, like, a hist, like, based on him and his history, but it's a history book of the Marvel history and mixed with actual history. And it's like, Guyrich kind of, like, weaves through all these storylines where he interconnects and, have him fairly young, and he's, as he's kind of getting older and becoming part of this whole Yeah, because you never really thing. see it from
1: his side, and like how no, one thing that he does might connect to another thing that he does.
2: And why was he such a dick? And why did he become like this? And they always said that he was, he kind of started out like a... A bit of a prick, but you could even have it twist a little bit. Maybe he was more idealistic when he was younger. Like he was maybe always conservative, yeah. but yeah, or maybe a he was more always open-minded. A yeah, it could <laughs> be. He, he always he, seemed
0: he like, could, like he could extra. just start, start
1: out as like a really unlikable guy, and that could be part of the fun of him.
0: He's like he's like an extreme version of like Clay Quartermain or something. That's always kind of. <laughs> But just the idea of like him interacting with all
2: these superheroes at these different points in their their careers and their lives and even mixing in with real history. Um, but then he has like certain moments and it, like you said, from his point of view where he has some sort of interaction that changes his perspective and where he was like, oh, I'm going to go in and make the world better. And then he just kind of becomes more of a jerk and has like more of a dogged hate for superheroes and mutants and whatever, like you have stuff where this kind of came out of yeah, and then kind of carry through. So there's my pitch.
0: I like it
1: a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my turn, my turn. So this could be a comic. It could be a movie. Actually, it could be a, a f- I would like to keep it a fairly low budget movie. Uh, called the Sinister Six Save the Rec Center. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know, it, it's been years since the original Sinister Six worked together to to try to kill Spider-Man or whatever the hell they were doing. Uh probably that. And like th- there have been other Sinister Sixes through throughout the years. Uh but the originals haven't, you know, they haven't been together. And this uh It's like the dilapidated remains of where their original uh, headquarters was. It's a, it's a troubled area of the city. There's a lot of crime there and somebody wants to tear down this building so that it can be replaced with like a rec center for at risk youths. And you know, it's, it's hard to get them all together, but there's, there's this one young villain that really believes that the Sinister Six the Sinister Six can really make a difference. Uh so he he's got to he's got to get Doctor Octopus, who's sort of a prima donna, and he's he's got to get Sandman <laughs> who's off doing something else and Mysterio's trying to go straight and Vulture just wants to be left alone. Yeah. Uh but you know they they come back together and they well they don't save the Wreck Center. They wreck they wreck the Wreck Center.
2: They wreck the Save Center.
1: Yeah, they wreck the Save Center. And yeah. that's
2: and that's it, it could
1: be a six-issue miniseries, or it could be a really fun movie with a lot of stunt casting and a lot of character actors yep. in it. And I think that yep. would be better.
0: I like it. No, see, uh, you have the, you. the Sinister Six Save the Wreck Center, but you have to save, like, the Wreckers Wreck the Save Center for, like, a what-if issue or something like that. Or a what-the <laughs> issue, maybe.
1: <laughs> Very, yeah. Excellent. It's fun. I like it. I like it a yeah, lot. I, just, I, I, like, I like little fun things.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, at the Hall
0: of Doom. Um, mine, and this, I guess, I sort of got into like comics and movies and stuff. And often they're like adaptations, so mine's not like wholly original. Mine is sort of like. Maybe you could, you know, if you're putting stuff on TV shows, maybe diversify things a little bit. Maybe try something a little bit different. And I was thinking yeah. uh, if the CW, you know, is canceling a bunch of their superhero shows and they're keeping other ones going or like not necessarily the CW, but HBO Max or something like that. If they wanted something DC related that was a little bit different, they might consider making a show out of Prez. And I think, you know, Prez, the the teenage president.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. Prez! Prez! <laughs> So, obviously, you know, there was Prez. the
0: classic 70s. There was the classic 70s. A uh, uh, classic, I think, is is, is what. Wait, really was his name Prez. It's a classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the 70s or the 80s, something like that. And then they had a more recent one in 2015, uh, like a, a miniseries or like a graphic novel, basically, that was kind of modernized, more social media age, which was quite fun, actually. I, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read some of it, and it was just like, ah, pretty neat. But I feel like that... From a launching point, could just be, you know, if you want to make some silly, schlocky, self-aware sort of teen show that's, like, set in a weird alternate reality possible future where, like, somebody literally through social media becomes president, some teenage girl, and then you just have some stupid fun with that, Uh, you could do do worse. You could do worse. That would be cool, and I thought it would be kind of nice. She gets a McDonald's in the White House. Ah, there it is. (laughs) You could. I I feel like you want to do that, but you also like want to be deeply, deeply cynical as everybody in the younger generations are. Like you need to like make some very like satirical like digs that are like go a lot further than you're used to, while you have that, while you have that like silly schmaltzy uh exterior. I think you got to sneak a lot of like really good actual commentary into this thing, which again is kind of what the comic was doing. It just sort of I feel like if you customize that a little bit less. Comic book, quasi future social media thing, especially something from six years ago, which unfortunately, man, you're just, you can't even try to reflect the real world even one bit. You kind of gotta fictionalize it, but make it familiar enough to what people are used to, and you can just have some fun with that. Anyway. Yeah. So, the idea someone else had as a show money, please.
2: (laughs) So, I've been reading these Uncanny X-Men.
0: Have you? (laughs) Go on. (laughs) on. They're uncanny, you say? Uh,
2: And like I've said uh, earlier, I'm right around like the the Australian Outback X-Men that era. So my pitch is Gateway.
0: Oh, Gateway. The, the The
2: aboriginal quiet. I don't know if he was mute or just chose not to speak. I don't know aboriginal dude with the bull roar that could teleport you anywhere he just, he just he, kind of sat there he
0: does his own thing he doesn't give a shit good for him
2: so but this is the thing it's a quirky funny take on it that the same stories that happened before in the x-men so all that stuff but flipped from his perspective uh and it shows what he's actually thinking and it turns out he's actually from oklahoma uh you get like a comedian to write it and it's just, like, full-on goofiness. As soon as they, as soon as he, like, bull roars, teleports uh, the X-Men away, he's like, oh, finally, I'll go get some food.
1: Finally, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but my name's Gateway, and...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just page
1: Sorry. After like, just page after page Dennis Miller. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not the comedian I was thinking.
1: Ooh. Oh, that's the one that we could afford. <laughs>
2: That's the only one we can get. I
0: feel I feel like he'd do it and think he was making some point.
2: <laughs> uh, the sad demise of Dennis
1: Miller. Yeah. One out of one out of 10 people would get the comic.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Those are pretty good numbers for him. <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>. For comics. <laughs> yeah, and for
0: comics, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, boy, that's grim.
1: And I'm just narcissistic enough to love that.
2: <laughs> Keep
1: it rolling, Chicho. Uh, speaking of comics, so this one based on a TV show, but could be made into a comic, and it's Iron Fist season three. You know, like they did those. They did like you know Buffy season nine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They did that for Buffy. They did it for Angel. Uh, yeah. I'm, I assume they've done other things, but this could be a dark horse book because Marvel doesn't want to touch it right now.
0: No, exactly finally like, it works in know, their favor you know what
1: let's let's just give this to you you know what you can have iron fist and like oh great thanks cool great oh the tv sure, one the tv Conan one and one. An awesome. alien and predator yeah. and whatever oh, yeah, and we get fist. and oh. oh
0: and we get specifically that iron fist fantastic
1: yes well my original thought was you could just reprint some old iron fist issues <laughs> and uh stick uh finn jones's head on them yeah but
0: <laughs> oh but, damn this show got better <laughs>
1: When I first wrote this, I wrote Iron Fist season two, forgetting that there was an Iron Fist season two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you guys I never remember that it.
1: there were two? There were two seasons. Of you know Iron what? I never watched it's it.
2: funny that you say that because
0: you said season three, and I was
2: like season three. Yeah, because oh yeah, okay. Defenders,
0: so season
1: two. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm saying Defenders was like the anti Avengers because after that, I was just like, I don't care about any of this anymore, yeah. and I just never checked back in.
1: That's fair. Uh, so season two, from what I can remember and what I read really quickly before, uh, coming on here by the end of the season, uh, Colleen wing had, had the power of the iron Fist. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Danny Rand had, had lost it. And then he went off searching for, uh, for what was the guy's name? Orson Randall.
2: Orson Randall. Yep. Uh,
1: who was like the, the iron fist of the twenties. And you, you see Danny at the end and he's got the, the two guns that, uh, that Orson used. Right. And it's like, Ooh, yep. cool. What's going to happen now? Um, but basically, Nothing. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's basically, it, it's just going to be that run of, uh, of iron fist with the, the,
2: so it's immortal iron fist. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: With, what was it? The, the seven capital cities of heaven. And it's got that whole thing yep. going on. It's basically just that it can have Finn Jones's head pasted on, uh, Meanwhile, in a, in the, the co lead plot, uh, Colleen Wing is, is Iron Fist and she's fighting street thugs and she's learning about her powers. And that could all sort of come together in, you know, oh, the new Iron Fist has to do this while Orson is teaching Danny and Danny is teaching Colleen. But also, the most important thing is that you would get Breakout Star of Iron Fist, the character Ward Meacham. That that lovely character with his blockhead, live action hammerhead, just hit just him hanging about in uh, in Kunlun, being like, huh? All right, all right. <laughs> just Where's he, the he, money? Where's actually, the money?
0: Him as a comedy character, it, he's the fish out of water. That actually, that would actually yeah. be quite good. I like that.
1: Because he did he did leave with Danny to, to go find or true. Oh, so man. he's there, and they're all there.
0: You know, I think that the best thing we need to learn. But it's from a comic experience... because it's
1: not allowed to be a TV show. No, would, not allowed. They, to be they a don't TV have that show. kind of money. No. Because
0: why? Why would a TV show lead with the coolest things about Iron Fist? Yeah, and and also very realistically, like why would a show take three years to get to the good stuff? Yeah, just do least... it. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> what could have been tragic.
1: Well, at least at least we've still got our dreams. Do it. Yeah. They they can't take those from us.
2: Our dreams that are fueled by coffee. Thanks once again to our sponsor, Rosencrantz Roasting Company.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're wonderful. Buy the be- buy the beans. Put them in water. Drink what comes out. Do not eat the beans. I mean, you can, but you might. You probably don't want to eat the beans.
0: Might not like be the lima best. Lima beans new lima bean coffee. They're wonderful beans. I I haven't tried eating them, but uh, you know, who knows? The pandemic might have some time left. I might descend to that level. <laughs> Promo code zero issues 10% off.
4: Wake up in the morning and I have some coffee,
0: put in the sugar and the cream and it tastes nice. I hope Guess what? I'm Brian Kodak, and uh, you can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com. I cannot promise that there will be a new comic. It's been slow, but I have a lot coming, and I'm very excited about it, and uh, I hope you'll stick it out, and I hope I can get to the end of this story uh, as soon as I can. Also, check me out on Instagram and only Instagram.
2: Uh, I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca, Merck on Facebook, Merckanaut, like Astronaut on Instagram. Uh, I'm currently doing, uh, what am I doing? I'm doing, uh, Mythology Maeve right now, so it's like daily drawings of, all based on mythology. Please go there and like my drawings. I just posted pictures of my cat, Mazzy Star, uh, Mazzy Star, underscore, kitten Ooh. check her out she's adorable she is super adorable but i just posted pictures of my cat and i'm getting more likes and interactions on pictures of my cat than my art and it's slightly disheartening
1: well then stop just posting say. pictures of your beautiful cat
2: but i can't she's so cute she is.
0: exactly right. that's she is. true exactly yep
1: uh and i am kyle lees and you can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com or the Kyle Lees, K-Y-L-E-L-E-E-S, on, you know, various social media things. Check out what I'm doing. Just look at me. Look at me. Do that. Look at me. Look at me. Hi, Kyle. And a
2: big thank you, as always, to uh, our music guy, Ocean City Defender, K. Preston Merkley. Check him out under uh, Ocean City Defender, not the game. Look for the music. Oh, yeah. uh, Does a lot of cool, just uh, awesome regular sort of music but like pop music kind of stuff but also does uh like uh soundtrack work and stuff like that super talented guy we're super lucky to
1: have him uh, yes uh, on board
0: yes absolutely and and honestly sometime maybe look up the game i've i've long wanted to maybe like take his music and like lay it over a live play of the game <laughs> yeah. with his yeah. permission yeah. and uh see see if
1: that turns into anything
2: <laughs> and then insert the head of finn jones um, yeah, it's yes,
1: yeah. bobbing around, for and, sure. and also, also, uh, dark side of the moon. Yes, that too. <laughs> it all syncs up. Yep. It all syncs up. Yep. All of it does. Yep. It's true. <laughs> Th- thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to tell a friend about the show, that'd be cool. If you want to leave a review on whatever, just leave a review on Simply Recipes for this. You'd have to scroll for hours to read it, but uh, yeah, don't you know, do it. Do it wherever. Spread the word. Thank you. Thank you for listening. My kids used to hate marshmallows, but when I started preparing marshmallows this way, they started to love marshmallows.
2: A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
0: Anyway, Prez! <laughs> you know, Prez. Marshmallows.